Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. We're back with Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. I'm sure you're wondering, it's Tuesday, why are you on the air? My name is Steve Miller with my handsome host from the Holy Land, Mr. Matt Zucker. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Nice to see you again, Stephen. Matt, it's Tuesday. What are we doing? I'm not really sure what I'm doing any day of the week, so. Let me tell you something. (laughs) Last week, I got, Matt, I just wanted to share with you, last week, I got thousands and thousands of texts wondering, where was your show? I went on the site. I couldn't find it. I didn't hear your show. I didn't hear it. Where was it? What happened to Lighten Up? All of our fans, our millions and millions of fans of Lighten Up, they couldn't find us last week. You want to know why? Why? Because I know why. We took, we took you off the air. We got in trouble. The show wasn't aired, people. Our producer pulled the plug because you are dirty and risque. <laughs> I, I, I think it was actually I think it was actually over concern of some type of um, slander <laughs> against slander. somebody. But... <laughs> I will not air I, your show. You just... Okay. What, Anything else ahead. you'd like to say about that now? Yeah, yeah, I do. I, want to say, I will not air your show. Too much talk of being fruitful and multiplying. You will be punished severely. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but we're back now. Aren't you all glad? <laughs> yes, I've missed you. We got a lot of great stories. Uh to share, and we can talk about Shavuot. How was your Shavuot? Uh, I got to tell you, amazing. <laughs> amazing. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, we didn't air on I Monday. I only had one day of it, though, because I live in Israel. That's right, because you're more holy than I am. You are more holy. Uh, we did. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, when we get back, though, we will uh, talk about uh, some some um, some great stories, crazy stuff going on as usual, and also listener mail, listener mail. How did a nice Jewish girl from Delaware end up living in Israel? Shalom, I'm Natalie Sapinski. Join me on my show, Returning Home. Meet different people who have moved to Israel. Hear their personal stories, their highs, their lows, and everything in between. Each week, we talk to experts on immigration and the process of moving to Israel. Listen to Returning Home every Thursday, only on Israel News Talk Radio. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody. Uh, Right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Matt Zucker here on this side of the uh, world and Stephen Miller. 
on the other. Hi, Steven. Shalom, shalom. Welcome back, everybody. This is my teacher. I love the Hebrew. I love the Hebrew. You're, I noticed you've been practicing Hebrew. I've seen a comment here and there in Hebrew. Yes, I uh, downloaded a Hebrew app for children so I can learn how to Mitsuyan. say I don't know what it's called, but it just says learn Hebrew for kids. <laughs> um, it's basically, you know, I can say, uh, <laughs> did I color in the lines in my coloring book? <laughs> but anyway, um, and then, of course, I'm using Google Translate. That's how I'm like writing long things in Hebrew. So right, sometimes right, it right. doesn't. Don't lean uh, too heavily on Google. I will promise you that is not perfect. Well, <laughs> yeah, that someone warned me of that. And in fact, I was I, I was talking off air to our producer, and I was asking some questions in Hebrew from the app, and then she, she I pronounced the word wrong, and and instead of saying "Can you help me with my luggage?" I I said "Can you help me with my bomb?" <laughs> Can you imagine if I said that at, in Ben Gurion Airport? <laughs> I'd like to see that. <laughs> I'd like to see what would happen. You would. Oh my god! From a I'm distance, just... I'd like to be in an observation <laughs> <a distance>. room. <laughs> oh my god! I mean, I know I'm going to screw things up and just get arrested when I go to Israel. <laughs> well, hopefully, someone will get it on video. You say one wrong, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you say one wrong thing, you know. That's the thing with languages. You, you, you know, one slight change, it could mean something totally different, especially in Hebrew, man. Okay, oh. look. I am not going to mention the words, but I'm going to tell you that one of the biggest mistakes you can make here is there is such a simple pronunciation difference between a drinking glass and a very vulgar word. It's like you can really seriously, I'm, I'm serious, like everybody, okay. every, every new immigrant here has some experience of saying the absolute wrong thing at the wrong time and <laughs> frequently it's something you can eventually laugh at. <laughs> Well, that's why I want to. Um, oh, our uh, producer is saying the other word that I'm thinking about is actually Arabic because oh. there's actually, you know, there's and that's a good point. Interesting point of order here. There's very few curses in Hebrew. I mean, there are some, but there's very few. Oh, OK. Well, I also use Google Translate, so that's fine. Anyway, I love and to watch you reading, uh, writing Hebrew, man. It's beautiful. Yeah, it's cool. Can we just let's welcome who's listening to the show today? Because last week it did not air and they missed us. Israel, United States of China, Japan, Canada, and guess our favorite country, Moldova, is back, baby. Hey, Moldova, <laughs> United Kingdom. And guess what? This is the first time I think, at least uh, that I can remember, Korea. Korea is listening. Right on. You know, actually, there's a lot of. Koreans love Israel. A lot of like religious Christian Koreans love Israel. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, Barbara and I used to Barbara. take take o online Opan Hebrew language courses, getting ready for Aliyah. And she had one class that she was full of uh, people from uh, Korea learning Hebrew because they want to come and visit and and speak. It's fascinating how much they love Israel. Well, hero Korea. So, hey, why not go insult them all? Way to go, man. What is your problem? I, you, are, you are like, a, you are, something is seriously wrong with you. I mean, I love you, brother, but. I, I love Korea. I was spent time in South Korea. It's great. I yes, I like people. kimchi. And, and I love Japan and uh, Moldova. You rock. <laughs> anyway, so Matt. Let's start off with a great, great story, which we both have. You know what we're going to say. So do you want me to introduce it or do you want to do it? It doesn't matter. Well, let me just start with the question. Do you think if an actor is playing a role, 
he should wear prosthetics to make him actually physically seem like the person he's playing? Well, if it's uh, if you're a white man playing a black man, then yes. <laughs> All right. So Netflix is doing a special uh, a movie on the life of Leonard Bernstein, the composer, by the way, who's a very fascinating individual lover of Israel. He was an amazing guy. And Bradley Cooper bought the rights to it and is playing Leonard Bernstein and I think also directing it. And so he had to get made up to look like Leonard Bernstein. Okay. So he had to wear a prosthetic schnoz. <laughs> and, and to our listeners around the world who may know what schnoz is, it's the vernacular for a nose. Nose. Leonard Bernstein had a prominent Jewish nose. And yes, it's okay to say that. At least I think it is. And now everyone is like, oh, that's a classic anti-Semitic meme. I'm putting on a fake nose. Why did he have to put on a fake nose? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, first of all, first of all, they're saying that a Cooper who is not Jewish has been accused of Jew face. <laughs> I love that. Jew that's, face. I love Jew that. Face. This, this, and, and explain a Jew face is the exaggerated portrayal of Jewish characters by non-Jewish actors who sometimes resort to stereotypes. So it's like blackface, but for Jews, babe. But meanwhile, it, it, I, I kind of agree with this article. He doesn't need to have any prosthetic nose. They put a picture in the article between Bradley Cooper and Leonard Bernstein, and Bradley Cooper actually has a long, slick nose. His nose, yeah, but doesn't have the arch. Yeah, but it doesn't have the arch that Bernstein has. It, you know. Plus, look at how old he is now in the in that picture too. Like they aged him too. Is that wrong? Shouldn't they have an old man play Leonard Bernstein? <laughs> Jew face. I love that. I love um, that. But here's, have you ever seen what was it? Um, uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Yeah. Um, someone played, I forget the, I forget which chic it was, uh, and Anthony Quinn played him, this Arab, you know, Bedouin yeah. warlord. You should have seen the fake schnoz they put on this guy to play an Arab. <laughs> well, let me, let's just, let me just explain this. First of all, it says here in the article, the guy writes, I get that acting is all about creating illusions. Some of the most well-known Jewish characters on the silver screen have been played by non-Jews. And guess who they mention? Who's our main man? Ben Kingsley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bring up Ben Kingsley in the article. Stop. Really? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's great. Oh, he's, he's, he's played every Jew from biblical times to it's great. Ben Kingsley's the man. Anyway, um, but here's the greatest part of this article, which I don't know if you saw this. He brings up this guy, Dr. Maurice Fishberg. He was born in 1872 in Russia, present-day Ukraine. <laughs> anyway, it says that this doctor— Soon to be again Russia. <laughs> he moved to New York in 1889, okay? This is hysterical. This is in the article. It says, in 1911, Dr. Fishberg set out to settle the question of whether Jewish noses really were much larger than the average non-Jewish nose. <laughs> so he, he went on a, an experiment and meticulously measured the noses of 4,000 Jews compared with others. Can you imagine you're walking down the street in New York and this crazy, wacky Jewish doctor, uh, excuse me, excuse me, come into my office. I want to uh, measure your nose for an experiment. Come on inside. This guy measured 4,000 noses to prove a point that uh, 
Jewish noses are just like everyone else's noses. It took really? him four. Yeah, it took him four thousand noses to figure out his conclusion. The noses of Jews are not statistically larger as a group than anyone else. Yeah, but you know what? I'd like to see that breaking down, broken down into you know because like like Jews are our own race, right? I don't identify. I never filled out the form that I was a Caucasian. I'm always other. Right? Oh, really? I always put honky. Um, <laughs> But if you come to Israel, there are Jews from all over the world. I mean, there's Ethiopian Jews that look like Ethiopians. There's people from in uh, from India, from even China, and so you know, it's like I guess noses from a certain region. I know. You know what I'm saying? You know where I'm going? I just love that there is a doctor who spent, who took four thousand Jews to measure their nose. How long did that take? How long does it take to measure? I don't know, but that really that is kind of fascinating because. what a, what a different world. There must have been no problems to really work on. This is, can you imagine being so fixated? 4,000 right. noses? And how do you measure that? Are you going like, you know, because they're all different shapes. Vivitate. So if you have a big honking nose, where do you measure to? To the tip? To the lip? He's, he didn't say, but he, me- he probably measured it with a tape measure. Come into my office here. Come here. Sit down. You look very Jewish. You Jewish? Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Let me measure your nose. It's fun an experiment. Well, I, I will tell you, I wish, uh, I wish that uh, our, our brothers and sisters would have thicker skin about stuff that bothers them other than things like this. It's like, what was it, uh, Helen Mirren, who, by the way, is a huge fan of Israel, is playing gold in my ear. People started screaming bloody murder because they didn't have a Jewish lady. Because they didn't have a what? A Jewish lady playing gold in my ear. Oh. Helen Mirren's not a Jewish. How come, how, how come she got the role? Because uh, they can put her in makeup and she'll look like her and she's a great actress. Yeah, she's too good looking to play gold in my ear. She wasn't exactly a head turner. <laughs> Wonderful personality, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, she was hysterical. But uh, she had a big schnoz. <laughs> you ever see pictures of her? Yeah, of course. You know who had a really big nose? Who? My father, a blessed memory. His nose was enormous. You want to hear a funny story before sure. we go out of this break? When I was in college, I was very, um, I was very self-conscious of his nose. I mean, his nose was bulbous at the end. I mean, you know, it's like he walks down the street. It's like, you know, he hits the door a foot before he enters. It's huge. And so when I had my college roommate, my parents came out to visit me. I, I was so like, I'm a schmuck. I'm a, kid. I'm a kid. I said to my roommate, listen. Whatever you do, my father has a really big nose. Just don't stare at it. He's okay. Please just don't stare at it. Now my father didn't care, but I was the idiot who who just kind of thought your nose is too big and and everyone knows we're Jews because of you. <laughs> so he, my father walks in to meet my roommate and after <laughs> and after my after he leaves, my roommate's like, he thought I was insane. He's like, your father's nose isn't that big. <laughs> But I was like, it's really enormous. My dad's nose is huge. It's bulbous. It's, it's, it's you know. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> that was my dad. Way to fill that minute, man. Way to go. Thank you. <laughs> Big nose Bill, as we used to call him. We'll be right back after the short break right here on Lighten Up on Israel News Talk Radio. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 
This is Shai Bentico, and each week I'll be webcasting to you from Judea, origin of the word Jew, a people besieged and beleaguered in every generation. Nazi Germany is but a memory, but in its place the world invented the phantom Palestinians as this generation's internationally authorized Jew killers. Tune in for a different slant on life in Israel, Phantom Nation, every Monday. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. <laughs> Monkeys. <laughs> I bet you that went over the air. <laughs> ah, welcome back, everybody, to Lighten Up here on Israel News Talk Radio. My name is Steve Miller with to another Matt episode Zucker. of the Air. Yeah. <laughs> this show will air, people. I don't care what my boss says. It will air. I will protest. Listen, we're going to get right into it, okay? Because I know we have a lot to say about this next. This is a crazy story. Um, here we go. Uh, I don't know if you heard about this. In France, uh, this famous museum where the Mona Lisa is kept, uh, Mona Lisa is attacked with a custard pie <laughs> by a man who was disguised as an elderly woman in a wheelchair. And he wheeled his way up to the picture, smeared a custard pie on the Mona Lisa and then got up and as he got up or as people kind of bum rush some security, he threw a bouquet of roses in the air before being tackled and hauled away. And he was screaming, uh, what did he scream? Oh, think of the planet. Think of the planet. There was so much to unpack in this story because a young man was pretending to be crippled and pretending to be a woman. <laughs> which I guess in in 2022 is is perfectly okay because he can identify any way he wants. Right, that's kind. Of, that part is normal for 2022. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that he's he's dressed in drag as an old woman, and he was and that he pretends that he's crippled. That's okay. Right, right, that I get. Okay, well I don't get, but that's normal for these days. What does whipped cream and Mona Lisa <laughs> have to do with global warming? Oh man! And how did I, he get the pie in? <laughs> what do you have it on his lap with a shawl or something how do you go oh god i don't know but you know what i have to say something everyone makes this thing about the the mona lisa i'm sorry if i offend people but she's ugly she's not attractive she looks like a transgendered man there Ooh. i said it hey well that would make anyway uh, listen so i was saying when we were discussing this story that uh, what they really need is there's a month for everything, right? Right, yeah. You know, we're in the middle of Pride Month. There's Black History Month. I said we need um, Mental Health Awareness Month for people like that. And then you dropped a gem on me that May was what month? <laughs> Jewish Heritage? I think you got you – got, yeah, you froze a little bit. May was Jewish Heritage Month, and no one gave a crap. I didn't Did you know. know that? Listen, first of all, I didn't know, and I wouldn't want a month. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> Who I don't want a month. I just want to be left alone. Can people? Right, like, like, I'm, I was alone? like, listen, I was a proud Jew, but I was an American. I didn't need a month. I got, I got my shul in my community. It's just like, right. I don't know what people have to prove. But Mental Health Awareness Month, I'm behind 100. percent Yeah, especially for people like because there's a lot of crazy people in this world. When you dress up as an old woman with a custard pie, I mean, why didn't he choose apple pie? Is he racist against apple pie? 
waste of a perfectly good custard pie, might yeah. I add. Do you, do you like custard pie? And, by the way, he didn't even hit the Mona Lisa. It's like behind glass. You can't get near the painting. I know. So he just smeared the glass. He's a schmuck. <laughs> well, uh, he left this protest or he won't do a day in jail. But what exactly? But what is your, like you said? What does this have to do with saving the planet? I don't know, man. These people are stark raving mad. Stark uh, raving mad. Oh so God. you know, we're also so. And while we're speaking about special months, you know, are you you're aware that this month is Pride Month? June is June Gay Pride Month. Yeah. Hello, uh, Frisco. So Hello. so. Apple so Marble. the free world is the free world is clearly in deep deep trouble. Did you know that? Even the United States Marines tweeted out for Pride Month. Did you see they tweeted out a picture of an army helmet? Yeah, like you know the the, the stereotypical guy that's got you know his combat helmet and he's got you know some rifle rounds stuck in you know in his band. Well, the tweet from the United States Marine Corps, Marine Corps sparks outrage with rainbow bullets to mark Pride Month. So the Marines <laughs> are now sending out rainbow um, bullets. Imagine getting killed by a rainbow bullet. <laughs> Rainbow. So the Marines are now tweeting out rainbow bullets, right? And and even you know you're aware of this thing called Space Force, right? That Donald Trump started. Yeah. <laughs> what about it? Even Space Force is getting into the Gay Pride Month. They you know, they tweeted out. <laughs> what did Space Force? You can't out? even you can't even make this stuff up, man. They're what like, did they tweet like, out? Uh, um, a big picture of an astronaut standing on something like, I guess, a planet holding a rainbow flag, and it says, Queer Space. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I, like, seriously, I hate, I, I just hate to dwell on this because it's like <laughs> this type of perverse insanity is such oh. low hanging. Oh, but have you let queer space go without honorable mention? Uh, United. <laughs> this is the tweet. This is the tweet from United States Space Force, which in itself sounds like a parody. I can't believe that's a real thing. Oh gosh. Anyway, Major General Leah Louderback spoke on how the uh, LIT, and I don't know what LIT is, is working to change policy, change minds, and create opportunities for the LGBTQRST members of the military and they que queer space look at this man God. Uh, anyway that's just hey crazy. and then hey well that's joe biden's army is queer now i will tell you and in israel right in tel aviv which is like a, a great city in itself kind of like a mm, sometimes could be compared to sodom gomorrah but it's still it's a great city and uh so they have their annual pride parade, and now yeah, Tel Aviv. Okay, fine. Well, they send one every year. Now goes through Jerusalem, I and it always I, I, causes it always causes an uproar, you know, because like some nut job always, you know, makes some type of threat, and then the powers that be blow it out of proportion and say, "Oh, security's got to be ramped up because the right wingers." Blah, 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 blah. But meanwhile, I would just like to suggest that all of the people that organize that parade are absolute cowards, and I will not give them any respect until they take that parade right through the Arab quarter. And when they take their pride parades through the Arab quarter, I'm going to applaud them. <laughs> exactly. I agree. You know, I don't understand this, this gay pride month and every, it's being shoved down our throats. Listen, there's no straight pride month. There's no straight pride parade because guess what? 
Nobody cares if you're gay. No one cares that you're LGBTQSYZ+. Nobody cares. I'm sorry that your daddy didn't give you enough attention. I am sorry that no one paid attention to you when you were a little kid. You know what this is? This, this, this group, this community, it's like they're impetuous little children who are having temper tantrums. Pay attention to me. Pay attention to me. Look, we're queer. Yay, we're marching. Oh, and by I mean, the nobody way, nobody cares, America, though. Nobody cares. And, you know, there's always stories about Jews being thrown out of the pride parades in America. That's right. And, that, and that's a story for a couple of years ago, I remember. They threw gay Jews out because they had the Star of David in a rainbow, a rainbow color. Flag. And they threw the Jews out. So there you go. I mean, you know, I don't care about these people. And they're just – it's all just – no one – does anyone care about being straight? Do we have straight pride parade? No, because no one cares. It's not a big deal. Do what you want. Just stay out of my life. So you're, you're aware of the Druze. In Israel, right? The, the, the Jews, yes. I know there's Jews Druze, in Israel. Right, so, so the, no, Druze, not Jews. Oh, <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, the Druze flag is really similar to the rainbow flag. It's multicolored um, horizontal stripes. And the way you can tell the difference is the Druze flag has a white stripe on there. And it's so funny. Every now and then, until you learn that, you drive around and go, this is a weird place for a pride flag. Oh, it's a Druze village. <laughs> Well, listen, I support everyone's right to live the way they want to live. And as a straight white male who loves Barbara Streisand, I can tell you that I don't care if you're gay. I really respect how secure you are with yourself. I have to tell you, every time you talk about Barbara Streisand, I was like, <laughs> I would keep that quiet. But that's me. What can I say? <laughs> how much time do we have left? Three minutes? Oh, what, till the break or till the end of the show? Or until no, to the break. Happy hour? Uh, uh, two you minutes got time. Left. Go ahead. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I, when we, when after the, uh, the break, we'll, we're going to do listener mail. We got, great, we got a great email from a listener, and I want to I give that person credit. Um, but uh, real Did quickly. Did you do your homework assignment and watch the, the oh, Bible story from the other listener mail? Yes. Listen. I have to tell that listener, I will watch Solomon and Sheba. Here's the thing, though. Amazon, I told you this. I texted you. They're charging 99 cents for me to rent it. And, and Joe Biden's America, 99 cents is expensive. So I haven't watched it yet. Please, man. I, I, went, to a, I, went, to a, I went to like a real estate seminar for Anglos in Israel today. And my portfolio... Oh my! I got. <laughs> I will. I will tell that it's listener. It's not worth as much as it used to. <laughs> I will watch that movie. I tried to watch it on YouTube, but you didn't tell us that it's divided into seventeen eight-minute parts. Are you insane? I, I watched. Yeah, I saw that. Like, listen, if I, I, I listen, I want the listener to know that if I could get Amazon in Israel, I'd spend the ninety-nine cents for you. No, I am going to spend the 99 cents, but hey, I'll pay you back, Stephen, when you come to Israel, buy the first beer. I, I want a check. I want to be reimbursed from Israel News Talk Radio. Um, hey, I when will, you come to Israel and visit, maybe we can get an office party. Yeah, well, I'm going to need it. Someone's got to pick me up from the airport. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We could do the show together. I don't know. I want to do that. I want to do at least one show from Israel. Got to okay. work on that.
Got to work. But I don't know about picking you up. The traffic at the airport is brutal, man. Take a train. All right. Yeah, I'll ask in Hebrew. Anyway, we'll be right back with Listener Mail. Hi, I'm Rabbi David Aaron. The soul basics are the most profound, the most essential, and yet often the most neglected in our education. Join me for Soul Talk on Israel's News Talk Radio and discover the secrets to love, spiritual growth, and personal power. Has the news got you down? Not with these funny guys. You're listening to Lighten Up with Steve Miller and Matt Zucker. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Lighten Up, everybody, for our final segment right here on Israel News Talk Radio. Thanks for joining us. And, and Stephen, thank you for joining us as well. You're welcome. (laughs) I hope Moldova and Korea are still listening. I'm sure they are. I mean, it's been a riveting show. <laughs> a riveting show. It really riveting. has. It has been riveting. Um, and I just want to say before we get into our listener mail, listener mail. Um, I will. We will get back. We're getting a lot of feedback from our movie reviews, and uh, I know that we ended. I was talking about how I, I couldn't watch uh, that other movie because it was broken up into eighteen, seventeen, eight-minute segments on YouTube. Who puts a movie up like that anyway? Why can't they just put the movie up? I don't understand that. What? What? What's? What's the deal with eight-minute, seventeen? Uh, it's probably a copyright thing. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I'll spend the ninety-nine cents and I'll watch it. I like Yul Brenner. Whatever you do. Don't smoke. <laughs> Remember that commercial? Of course I do, man. It haunted me. Listen, whatever you do, it doesn't matter. I don't care. Get drunk. Shoot cocaine. But whatever you do, don't smoke. And I still started smoking because that's how stupid <laughs> I was. Oh, whatever. Anyway, uh, so I will watch that. So, Matt, we got this great email that you forwarded me, a letter from a viewer. Viewer mail. Viewer mail. We do need a, We do need like a jingle for that um so i encourage anybody criticism because this one is by far the best one because remember the the well the one of the last ones remember the guy called us a moron (laughs) the guy from england yeah but he's from england (laughs) (laughs) this woman i'm not going to say her name but she knows who she is i love it first of all she says uh the title is much love um for lighten up from the united states of china (laughs) That's how she she put that in the title, which is great. Um, I'll just read bits of it. It just says, uh, just wanted to thank the fellas of Lighten Up for always making me laugh. I love this part. At first, I thought you guys were a little cheesy. <laughs> I think she just meant me. I was probably the cheesy one. There's no way, Matt, you're cheesy. No, 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 no. Come on, no, Steve. I, Don't be I, so hard on yourself. I wouldn't say I, that to your face. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was probably cheesy. But here, then she writes... Um, but after a few episodes, you guys grew on me like fungus. Like a fungus, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now she I did never say that. I know. But now I never miss a show. This is this is great. And here she goes. She talks about. She goes. Uh, I want to take. I wanted to let you know. I take to heart your movie recommendation. She watched Jeremiah, 
And it transformed the way I read that book, and it is truly helping me bring it to life. Well, of course, because now every time I read Jeremiah, I think of Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> How can you not? He's you cute. He's so cute. Uh, and Matt, guess what else? Then she, she took my advice, and she watched the two Israeli shows, uh, The Ten Commandments and Prisoners of War. Oh, my God. Someone's ringing at my doorbell. You hear that? Shack it! That's my dog, Asher. I'm in the middle of listener mail, and he's barking. Check it, Asher. Check it. I have guys uh, washing my home, the back of my house. Right. I said, between the 10 and 11, I'm gonna, I cannot talk, so whatever you need, don't bother me. And what does he do? The, 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 the schmuck, they're from Russia. They're ringing my doorbell. Did you hear that? Oh, they're from Russia, of course. Stephen's getting very upset, very upset. <laughs> anyway, back to the – anyway, she took my advice. She watched the Israeli show. Uh, commandments and prisoners of war. She goes, I love them both. Check it. This dog is rude. <laughs> My dog doesn't know Hebrew yet, Stephen. It doesn't know what you're okay. saying to Asher, shut up. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, here. She, and then she goes, uh, I just wanted to encourage you to keep up the great shows. Although now this one has gone down the tubes. Uh, know that you have a couple of faithful listeners, me and Moldova. <laughs> and Moldova's listening. Her and Moldova are listening. I love you. Thank you so much um, for that beautiful letter. It makes me feel good considering we, we didn't our show wasn't aired last week because. Uh, oh, stop already, man. Just give it a rest. <laughs> because our producer censors me. <laughs> because you slander people. <laughs> I said. Actually, maybe you can answer this question. She did. Do you remember the question she had? Yeah. Uh, um, it was something about the why are Herede hated so much for protecting Am Yisrael? In uh, the IDF. In the IDF, yeah. Because in the show, the commandments, they were a Haredi troop, but they got they got uh, they got teased from the secular soldiers, but then back when they went home, they were like you know, ostracized by their heretic community. Yeah, so she wanted to know why, and uh, that answer is a little too that. complicated for our remaining minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it is not right. That's all I'll say. <laughs> well, thank you very much for that wonderful, wonderful mail. Really, yeah, it really listen, made my day. I would love to hear from other people. How would they reach us, Stephen? Um, they can reach us uh, where at info at, at news talk. Come on, just info at israelnewstalkradio.com, and then our producer will forward it to us. Possibly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I never got this one. Apparently, you had to send it to me. Bob, check your spam folder. You know nothing. I, I, know, I know very little about computers, and you make me seem like a computer engineer. Like Bill Gates? No, please don't say that. <laughs> anyway, I don't so thank like you Bill for the- Gates. Neither do I. Thank you for the letter. Uh, please keep them coming. I love them. Even if it's criticism. If you want to call me a moron, like the guy from England, that's fine. I'll read it. I love hate mail. I think it's hysterical. Um, anyway, notice how my dog shut up. So you're right. He didn't understand Hebrew, but he understood shut up, Asher. There you go. <laughs> there you go. He'll learn. All right. Hey, Matt. did you hear? Listen, so so I, I have to tell you, I've, I've been reading a lot about uh, you, you know this new Top Gun movie? Was it Top Gun Maverick or something like that? Yeah, it's like it's like a sequel. Has broken right? It has like broken all types of records. It is the one. When's the last time you, you heard of like a Hollywood blockbuster that actually got people going out and and spending money to see the movie? So the fact that like uh, a pro 
American um, toxic masculine movie doing so well, I think, is a really, really toxic. great sign. You know, like that America is not as sick as the world seems because I guess all the perverts and weirdos get all the press, right? But so I was really glad to see how well this movie is doing, even though I haven't seen it. Um, but <laughs> check this out, and it hit all of our papers here. Israeli family suing for rights to Top Gun Maverick. The family of Israeli writer who inspired the Top Gun franchise claims Paramount's rights to the series expired in 2020. So they're suing for payday. I had no idea Top Gun was an Israeli story. I, I didn't either. That I find that very bizarre. So was this about an originally was about an experience in the Israeli Air Force by a guy? It's kind of unclear. It says the family of Israeli writer Ehud Yone, whose 1983 story Top Guns allegedly inspired the blockbuster Top Gun movie franchise. Anyway, so and it must was it a be true a story or did he just make up a story? The article doesn't really say. I know it's very it's very vague. It's like, is this about w w originally was the original letter? This story was it about his experience in the Israeli army, or was he living in America and he and he lived and he was in the navy and the air force? Who knows? Right, it doesn't say. And I'm like, and they were, the guy's dead anyway. It's his uh, um, widow and son who are trying to. Oh, <laughs> Asher, shut up, Asher. These Russians are ruining my show. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I literally told them, do not disturb me between 10 and 11. I will not answer any calls. And they keep ringing the bell. You're not Ukrainian, are you? Uh, who knows what you are. <laughs> Commies, get out of here. Try to, try to so anyway, I saw world. the story and it kind of jumped out at me. I said, like, first of all, I think it's so great that like a movie like this is making so much money because maybe Hollywood will get the picture, picture that no one, no pun intended, that no one really wants to buy the garbage that they're selling. Right. But then I thought, I can't so Maverick, so Maverick is really a Jew. <laughs> maybe Ma Maverickstein. <laughs> Come on, man. Why you got to do that? And his partner Goose. Talk to me, Goose. Talk to me, Goose. It's really talk good. to me. Goose. Goose. Goose is dead. <laughs> it's Gooseberg. Gooseberg and Maverickstein. Those were the original pilot fighters in Top Gun. But here's remember the scene in the original movie when they're playing uh, volleyball and it's very yeah. it's very gay. You know they're they, they're sweaty guys Happy. with their shirts off. No, the other gay. The very gay oh, pride. Okay. The gay pride parade with love. Yeah. Um But yeah. So I'm sorry. You were saying you were just saying you remember that scene. That's all. You just wanted to I'm sorry. I got distracted. There was no. There was no, there was no story. They're going to go along with that. No, because <laughs> I. Sorry, I got distracted because these Russians keep knocking at my door. <laughs> okay, man. Because that sounded weird. You were just asking me if I remembered the the sweaty volleyball scene with the shirtless guys, and then that was the end of your story. And I was like, <laughs> okay, all right. I guess, I guess whatever, whatever, wrong. dude. It's all good. I'm just saying, were those really Israeli guys? I don't know what I'm talking about. Body by Gilad. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, bodies in Motion by Gilad. No one heard that wonderful uh, bit because our show wasn't aired last week. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to repeat that story next week. Bodies in Motion by Gilad. He was actually, he was, he was Maverick's partner. Top Gun. By the way, that was a really great movie, and I hope this movie eventually makes it to Israel. Because uh, of course it will. Why wouldn't it make it to Israel? 
I don't know. I haven't seen a movie. To, you know, I've only seen one movie in Israel, and it was in 1978. And I saw a Saturday Night Fever with um, subtitles. Staying alive. Staying alive. Staying alive. Ha, 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 ha. Staying alive. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. Yeah. I hope. Oh, my God. We only have 30 seconds left. <laughs> Thank the Lord. <laughs> and we're going to and we're ending it on gay Jewish Top Gun. <laughs> no, you are. Oh, my gosh. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for enduring us for another hour. And we will see you next week, Monday, 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Israel Time, right here on Israel News Talk Radio. That's right. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. Just click the orange button at the top of the IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com page, log in as yourself or an anonymous guest, and join in on the fun. You'll meet other listeners from all over the world who listen to Israel News Talk Radio, and you can make new friends. Israel News Talk Radio's chat room. It's the closest you can get to being in the studio with us. We love listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Where can you get the inside news on Israel? At Israel News Talk Radio, we're dedicated to sharing Israel's inside story with the world by providing our listeners with news on Israeli politics, current affairs, and Israeli Jewish culture. The Israel News Talk Radio homepage also provides you, the listener, with useful information at your fingertips. With scrolling news headlines, weather, currency exchange, Shabbat candle lighting times, and so much more. Our radio programming is always accessible and on demand. We operate absolutely free of charge for everyone, everywhere. If you love what we do, partner with us now by becoming an Israel News Talk Radio supporter. With your support, you'll be inscribed on our Israel News Talk Radio Wall of Fame. There's nothing like us in the world. Be part of something great. Israel News Talk Radio. Straight talk from Israel. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel. Plus, little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. 